Shuffle. Hello everybody and welcome to another level 5 lockdown edition of Kill Shuffle. Howdy, it is. <laughs> I can't tell what the weather is because it's night time. Yeah, it's dark. The weather is dark. Brisk. Uh, there's what we call a grand squeeze in the evenings these days. It's, yeah. um, it's looking a bit it's blue outside, as they say. What's that? It's a bit blue outside. Yeah, it's uh, everything but the, everything but the sky. Um, yeah. yeah, no winter. Winter is definitely closing in, particularly since the clocks uh, went back. I think, mm-hmm. um, but nonetheless, there is still lots of exciting new music to talk about. It's actually a, a, an interesting lineup this week because we're talking about two EPs uh, from Ken Andrews and Bring Me the Horizon, and then two records from uh, you know returning guests of the show Wang yeah. Wen and Fox Capture Plan. So it's kind of a half EP, half albums show. Um, and chosen because they're dense as fuck. Um, the EPs, yeah, pretty in particular. much across the board. Yes, right. yeah, we wouldn't, yeah, have, we wouldn't otherwise, in. right? I don't think so. No, I think I think it take you know we have there has to be a pretty special criteria for uh, yeah for the EP for us to cover the EPs. But when you're talking about you know Ken Andrews of Failure and Bring Me the Horizon, whose album last year just caused so much controversy, and uh, famously I absolutely loved it, but it didn't controversy. Uh, it wasn't too all. Yeah, that that album was hugely divisive. Ammo? I mean, yeah, I found it like what was it? I liked m- the majority of it, and I've grown attached to the majority mm. of it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's kind of that dilemma of um, what what do I have with bands like Andrew Shikari and and them? Where it's like I love the new stuff so much, but three quarters of their original stuff is not totally my alley. Yeah, um, just, it, yeah, just, it was just an interesting one. Point. I know, I know a lot of folks um, who had even just stayed with Bring Me. We'll come to this in the review, but um, yeah, yeah, did 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 certainly drop off on ammo, and they brought in a lot of new people into the church. So it's it was kind of a a double edged sword in that way. But uh, yeah, I don't really have too much other news to get through. I think it's going to be a pretty quick show today, but, a, no, but an we, interesting we a, one. We have a few. Um, Go ahead. System of Down exist again. Yes, they do. <laughs> in a very. Um, Unfortunately, a little bit of a, um, you know, trying times for other countries that aren't America, um, namely Armenia, um, yeah. are at war with Azerbaijan um, in, a, in a very bullish way. Uh, I would say Azerbaijan mm. are um, not nice to them at all. Uh, yes, I've read a little bit about this. I wouldn't ever dream to claim <laughs> yeah, to be an I expert, would say, um, so I'm not. I would but, say yeah. it, it's teeter- teetering on genocidal um, bullying. It, it, it does seem, it, yeah, the behavior yeah. of the Azerbaijani yeah. government does seem to be pretty reprehensible, but uh, I think you but, should uh, probably do your own research there. But needless to say, exactly, yeah, System yeah. of Down were inspired to, to write two new tracks. Yeah, very quickly, because of this, to get the word mm. out, because... Um, yeah. As you all know, the elections kind of stole the uh, show from everywhere else. Yeah. The uh, domestic problems, right? Yeah. And we might um, bring the political situation into our Ken Andrews review, actually, because there's a political message on display there. But uh, as, as we're recording this, um, it, this is the first kind of full day after Joe Biden was uh, sort of projected to win the US presidential race yeah. for 2020, which is... Fantas- I mean, there's no sugarcoat. It has fantastic news for the whole world. <laughs> and meanwhile, so. Rudy Giuliani, uh, his legacy ended. Um, oh yeah, beside a porno store. Yeah, 
like and a, the, uh, a few weeks after after computer. after his downfall in uh, Borat's subsequent movie film, he Incredible. then uh, he then manages to sort of grind himself into dust outside a landscaping shop, as you say, between a, a sex shop and uh, across the road from a crematorium. Good times, yeah. Um, which I think they believed they were booking the Four Seasons Hotel and ended up at a DIY shop, yeah. effectively. Yeah, uh, it, uh, it's, that's it's quite like, hilarious. It's, li- it's like that scene at the end of Dragon Ball where Frieza gets killed by Goku and he just dissolves bit by bit. <laughs> Spoilers for a second time after like thirty episodes of shouting and shit. Um, yeah, yeah, that's what it kind of felt like. <laughs> yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely. Well, there was something glorious. Not to get too sort of off topic, but there was something glorious about him being told by all the reporters. You know, Joe Biden's won. Says who? Everyone. Oh, oh, everybody says he, oh, everybody says it. Well, well, I'm just supposed to believe it because all of the, the it's, everybody says it's it. Like evil villain <laughs> shit. That's an evil villain yeah. ending. In 100%. A film. <laughs> uh, very poetic. Very, very poetic. So, uh, yeah, so that's that's kind of what's what's going on. Sister, then, what, what do you think about the new tracks? Are you, are you pleased? Yes. Um, of course, Darren um, said uh, it was it was kind of working off um, Scars on Broadway material, right? As he always has been, that. really. Yeah. So it kind of yeah. changed to that very quickly and naturally became um, a very systemy song once yes. everybody else came on board, and it felt like nothing changed. Uh, yeah. Right. Well, I would I would say that both tracks could have fit fairly comfortably onto. Uh, Toxicity. Uh, no, I would have said Mesmerizer Hypnotized. Or Steal This Album. They have that crunch. Um, what's the one with yeah. Lonely Day? Yeah, Lonely Lonely Day. I, I would I, yeah, I would have I would have pegged it in with more of that Lonely Day style. I mean, the production is to a T that um, that hypnotized mesmerized style, I would say. But you yeah, know, yeah. great songs in particular. I mean, uh, what's what's the second one called? It's like uh, uh, humanoid uh, genocidal humanoids. Yeah, genocidal humanoids. I think that song is pretty good. They're sort of going for a... a Frantic, like a old school. Fra- exactly, yes. The unpredictable side of system we love to see, but mm. never expect. Um, but but uh, but that Protect the Land is a, is a much more sort of expansive song, and I think it's great. And just to hear Surge and Darren singing together again on, on the track yeah. is... Uh, it's a weird It affected me more than I expected. Uh, the, you, you know the political sightings of the band, right? Yes. Um, the drummer being... Well, I don't know what he is now, but he was siding uh, on Trump's side um, for various reasons. Mm. Um, and let's I, I'm pretty sure that shook uh, Surge the wrong way for long as well. The rest of the guys are like, don't really care too much. But this, um, them singing about the problem in their own homeland and fundraising that shit brought them together in like uh, John, the drummer. He was the guy who texted everybody to get everything going. Really? The Trump supporter. So that's uh, that's interesting, right? Yeah, I suppose people can put their differences aside, maybe. And I, I, I do think that deep down, I mean, System yes. of a Down have always been a fairly a, a kind of a radical left-wing band. And I, you know, I think sometimes uh, people can not necessarily misspeak isn't the right way to phrase it. But, um, you know, some, sometimes just speak off the cuff and say things that... They probably haven't thought through, particularly particularly people who aren't known, who they're they're, they're not. I understand that Sisbud are a political band, but they've yeah. been out of the limelight for so long. Um, I know they've been on this this sort of greatest hits reunion tour for a while, but John, multiple I think it's presidencies, Dal- Dalmian from System of a Down. I'm 
I wonder has he had he given it that much thought when he said that. But either way, anyway, he's he's been sorely <sighs> <know>. disappointed. <laughs> I'm sure uh, the yeah. last couple of days. I, I'd I'd almost hope in my heart, my cockles mm. of my heart, that uh, mm. he'll he'll come back and everybody will, everybody will be fine politically with each other. Yeah. enough to do Agreed. a political band right <laughs> yeah absolutely absolutely um, because but, everybody's uh, no, like was it um darren was like it was up to me i do an album every three years <laughs> yeah i I, right. I believe it for sure yeah. i believe it um yeah. says the body sat on material for eight or seven years or whatever it ended up being Ish, but anyway yeah. uh yeah so listen sister of the dan like knock on wood they seem to be back um and i have to say back with with a relative bang and 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 the bar is set pretty high for me. They they were at one time my favorite band, full stop. I would say yeah. you know probably uh, beginnings of metal. It, be, yeah. yeah, beginnings of the the weird side of metal. Um, yeah, a crossover band for I, I mean a, 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 an entry point for a lot of people into heavy music, myself included. Yeah. Um, mm. What else? What was I going to say in that? Um, yeah. No, that that's really all to it. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. They 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 recorded it um, October fifth. Okay. Oh wow! Not that recently, yeah. Huh? And they went mm, straight to do the um, like. Serge came over from New Zealand because he's that's where he's, mm. that's where he is to do the video mm-hmm. with them. Yeah. So yeah, dedication. Dedication, my that friend. That's um, that's what you want to hear. That's that's definitely what you want to hear from a band uh, that's maybe slightly lost its way, but but could be returning to the light. That's great. Yes. And uh, um, also, at the very end of that, um, if you want to mm-hmm. support the cause of theirs, um, buy the songs on Bandcamp, which they put their stuff on for that. Yep. Yep, Bandcamp is good. Yeah. I use Bandcamp a lot because bands, uh, they, they put their press release on Bandcamp, but it's actually usually very useful information. Um, so yeah, it's a good, good place to support bands, and it's a place where you can find some fun merch. And as you say, you can you can kind of add uh, your money to the cause. Exactly. So, it's a good idea. It's a good. It's a good website. Okay. Um, unless you have any other points of order, Dill, I think we're going to jump into the reviews. Yeah, we're good to go. Sounds great. <laughs> All right. Uh, so first up, and I don't think it can be any other. Uh, it is the, I suppose, debut solo EP and uh, sophomore solo release from Ken Andrews of Failure Fame. It's called What's Coming. Um, it's a little five-track EP that sort of dropped out of nowhere just announced on his youtube channel and released mm. uh, more or less simultaneously with uh, with the video for the lead single sword and shield uh this was a nice yeah. surprise dylan yeah and uh after um post fall of uh the orange goblin um it's even more cathartic to watch that video yeah i, to hear yeah, those so sayings. Th- I don't know is, is that is that a buddy or is that ken himself in, in a lot it's, of prosthetics it's an actor um, because I saw actually, video, yeah, I saw like behind the scenes of Ken uh, directing him. Oh sure, Ken directed the video. Yeah, no, there's quite an amusing video um, of somebody in sort of Trump prosthetics, uh, just making an arse of himself, dancing yeah. around and Pol- singing along with the lyrics. Kind of reminds me of Jack Black. Not gonna yeah. lie, if I could have guessed, yeah. it could have been Jack Black. <laughs> so maybe that's the place to yeah. start with this. Um, Sword and Shield, the lead single. Yes. Uh, what was your initial response? Because obviously, as Ken has said himself, this is his first foray into an overtly political lyric. Uh, in in so far, you you know, it will take a <laughs> you have to have your head buried pretty deep in the sand not to get what the lyrics of the song are about. They're very very much directed at Donald Trump. Yeah, or rather, like spoken in his tongue, but in a condescending manner. It's it it it's a uh, it's very interesting how it's worded, um, yep. especially the chorus. 
Um, I, I love that. It almost feels like direct quotes from him, but turned yeah. sp- spun around to um, to uh, bite bite his own hand, I guess. Yeah. Um, what is it? I I am the chosen one, the most genius in the universe. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, but then I think the second half twists it, and they say, "Which sword and shield will dethrone you?" Isn't it? He kind of takes the perspective mm-hmm. of the people there. Yes. And um, what I will say about that is, I think. Um, Lyric, just because since we're on the lyrics, I think lyrically, uh, while while it's it's, I think there's some great little couplets there. Like there's a there's a line, "Absolute power is bestowed to me by the finest people in the world," which is a reference to his his uh, you know his calling the the Nazis fine people uh, yeah. during the Charlottesville um, pr- pr- uh, demonstrations back in I think that was early 2018, late 2017. Um, I think it's maybe a, a little bit late to be coming out with what is really a, quite a general sort of 2018-style Trump protest song. But that being said, I think it's pretty good. Things uh, happen like, fast. Things do happen fast. I think, you know, I think uh, there were a lot of these these type of takedowns uh, a couple of years ago. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's certainly not unwelcome. I think he does a really good job of addressing the topic, but it's a topic that, you know, that we have heard addressed by many, many, many bands in the last couple of years. But, but I think as long the music, as it's from the heart. Yeah. Which it's, it and, is. It, and it seems like it is from the, from the heart for sure. Um, I, Don't you know, write a political I, I, song unless it's from the heart. Agreed. Right. Yeah. Agreed for sure. Um, otherwise, they can come across very clunky. Well, yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, the, so, so musically, that song is very much in the sort of post punk uh, vein. I would, I would have said that you know everything from that quite. Uh, quite yeah. high up on the fretboard bass line and the interpoly chords and it's 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 very 80s in a way very um, 80s post quite straightforward punk. yeah um some bands come to mind but it's got a very chorusy bass to it it's 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 pretty cool um, i wouldn't it's, got, it's quite frosty and quite i wouldn't quite go as far it's not as uh, sparse as like a joy division no but it definitely yeah. has even even a kind of an early u2 feel to it honestly Maybe it's yeah, quite, it's a cool song. Um, I think who's on, I think it's Kelly on the drums. Is it? it sure sounds oh, like it. it. Uh, feels like it. it. it yeah, I, I couldn't say for sure because the f- funny thing about Kelly's drumming style when it comes to failure is that it was in, it was originally inspired as I, I think I discussed this yeah. before, but it was originally inspired by the sort of hybrid drumming on Magnified. So there's this kind of a, a circle of influence there or a cy- uh, sort of a cycle of influence um, as far as the drumming style of failure. But uh, I, I can certainly have a little look and see if um, there are any additional credits. The one, the one thing I would say is that, um, you know, l- l- lockdowns and various things, I wonder, uh, you know, was it, was it possible for... I'd say so. Kelly Dad drums, but I think it was. I think failure failure is working away on new music anyway. So yeah, they've all uh, got their studios in different capacities, right? Um, yeah. I'd say in this yeah, age, yeah. it's very easy to do so. Yes, um, but exactly. Very exactly. vastly different from what we've come to expect from um, even Ken's um, uh, original album he came out with. Um, very different. Yeah, from that so as Secrets well. of the Lost Satellite from two thousand and seven. Um, I think uh, I, I think I agree with you in certain respects, and I and maybe in certain respects I disagree with you. I, I think, uh, mm, yeah, you know, th- there are there are there are certainly moments on, like for example, Crow's Eye that I think would would have fit pretty snugly into Secrets of the Lost Satellite. Um, that last song, How Will You Know, as well, sort of sits somewhere between Failure Ken Andrews and and how, yeah. how and the Heart Is a Monster. Yeah, it's got um, it has its uh, guitar trappings that he's com- you know, he's been known to do right. The discordant well, sure. notes. Yeah. 
We, um, yeah, perfect example is that um, guitar line in the chorus of of what's coming. You know, do 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 do, sort of a glockenspiel mm. as well. But it's 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 definitely uh, you know that song clearly written written by the same man that 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 sort of penned the tracks for in the future. Your body will be the first to sing from your mind from. Uh, couple of years ago yeah you know that's that 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 what's coming sounds like a natural progression from where failure where on the last album but um it's you know the, the, the one thing it's funny because ken andrews i don't know if you watched that but ken andrews had a, a tutorial video of how to get absolutely colossal sounding distorted bass oh yeah i did yeah, yeah. well yeah well what's coming wear a good set of headphones because there's it's sort of a double tracked mm. stereo distorted bass experience that really needs to be experienced to be believed it's it's just wonderful yeah yeah there's multiple bass things going off at once it's oh, pretty that- cool <laughs> really great uh yeah uh crow's eye is probably the is the probably the most unusual track yeah you know uh, especially that sort of almost slacker style um, Soundgarden guitar yeah kind of the, for sure. yeah it's a flanged um really fast flange on it um re- really mm. 90s sounding um yes it's very yeah it's very cool um it's almost yeah it's i wouldn't it's groovy i wouldn't go as far as to say funky but uh yeah, yeah and, then, and then there's a kind of a, a very much a sort of a fantastic planet style you know sounds like almost prosaic or kind of conversational but but makes sort of limited mm-hmm. amount of sense like that line like, you brought a medic to the meeting i wouldn't have guessed that she'd actually be needed and you're like what <laughs> you know that's like the nurse you love me like what why was the medic there you know what, what kind of medi- what kind of meeting was this yeah yeah, yeah 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 um but uh no i i think generally you know fun stuff uh overall i'm, I'm curious to hear your yeah your sort of oh, your takeaway from this after a couple of listens um, I, I think it's got a lot to it, man. Um, mm. like the the first song sounds so vastly different from anything. Um, it, yes, it definitely in every does. regard. Like, um, as far as far as v- vocal melodies are are concerned, it's really interesting mm. and kind of like it meanders and it's almost spoken wordy. Um, but it yeah. gets very powerful at certain moments when it, when the thing he wants to say really it needs to shine. Uh, yes. and everything raises up with it it sounds yeah. um like a rise to call i don't really hear that from failure you know um yeah it's 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 more yeah i would say it just definitely it it it's uh it shows its hand more than than failure usually does and that's cool like something you you know the the drum, there's these really dramatic crashes in the chorus that almost sound cinematic and very theatrical and it's it's you know he doesn't often belt in the way that he does on you know in the chorus of that song you know mm. we'll dethrone you like it's it's very Sneering, um, like kind of yeah yeah it's bombastic and it's yeah. it's cool to hear i'm not sure it's like put it this way the, the closest thing i would say on this on this sort of ep to a kind of a world beater of a of a ken andrews track is is probably that second song what's coming and yeah, i think I too many too- I, i'd say they're all pretty good like um in different yeah. respects each different ones like how you know just sounds just so warm right um when it gets yeah into i it. think how you know doesn't do anything i haven't heard them do before but it's a perfectly good track mm. uh too many thoughts 
I, I think I, I really appreciate the the, the chorusy bass that that throws back almost to comfort era failure. Yeah, yeah, I love that. Which I is love great. That and there's some nice synthesizers, which isn't something they lean towards very often. I, I think that you know that song has a lot of interesting ideas. The the pitched the creepy sort of pitched down vocals towards yeah. the end as well as a new I, element. I, and I love the little. Yeah. T- tiny elements you hear vocally as well like it's not even full on harmonies but let's see what we mm. do with um crow's eye you get um kind of like a more falsetto ken singing along with the uh yes, the, the yeah. guitar at the start that's cool you can barely yeah. notice it but it's there and it, it really um gives it a bit of personality and a little bit yeah. of a jump to it yeah what's coming has um it's it's sort of a hint of of the the more melodic like I dare say, dare I say, like Simon and Garfunkel, but that kind of uh, mm-hmm. vocal harmony type thing in the chorus, you know, that he kind of does like a ooh type thing in the background of of the chorus. Of what's coming, which is really nice. I, I think it's uh yeah, Pineal Electorate was the uh, song. Um, on oh yeah, yeah. In the future, that had a similar thing, but that was a Greg song, so he's obviously taking a few leaves out of out of Greg's book there, writing that one. Mm-hmm. I like it. I, I I like this. I will say overall. Um, I, I don't think it's absolutely essential, but I really like it. I think it's I think it's a lovely surprise. It's not it's not going to uh, it's not going to maybe fill the exact gap that a like a sort of a new failure album is going to. But but as it's far very, as it's very yeah. enough to be deceptively more than just an EP. Like yeah, um, it definitely feels like a mini album more than an EP. I would say mm-hmm, yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah. There's enough variety on there. It's not like one of the tracks is an interlude or something. There, you know, it's five proper full fat songs, which is great. Yeah, um, I, I, I'm really happy this exists. Yeah, oh God, too many thoughts is just fuck. That gets big, right? Mm, yeah, it gets the drums are huge, kind of like the way Foo Fighters double track their drums sometimes. Yeah, um, like two drums going off at the same time, it almost sounds like. Yeah. Um. And and the way the um, it's a very slow build at the end, and the drums make the difference. Mm-hmm. Even though it's repeating the same kind of chorus, um, yeah. it just expands and keeps growing very slowly. I love I love that. It's not it's not too uh, um, it's very subtle. Yeah. In its growth. No, it is. Uh, it's 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 very cool, and 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 it's great to hear Ken. I mean, obviously, he just. He has such an incredible ear for production, and uh, here he just gets to use the EP as a bit of a playground to, you know, do all sorts of production techniques. Uh, what I will say, Dill, just having kind of yeah. clicked around a little bit, I think, uh, I think Ken is is performing everything on this EP. And sure. to be honest with you, it would um, it would somewhat defeat the purpose in my brain for him not to have performed everything. You know, I think when Ken Andrew says something yeah, is solo, yeah. it's it's truly solo. So. Um, we can expect more more Kelly Scott goodness and more Greg Andrews goodness <laughs> right on, on the next Failure album, which which I is think good? is well on the way. Yeah, um, but yeah, Kelly, uh, Kelly's or um, uh, Ken's a great um, multi musician, hundred percent instrumentalist, yeah, multi uh, multi talented. Yeah, he's. Yeah. I think I think when you when you're a producer of a certain caliber, you just end up becoming a bit of a jack of all trades. And yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's good. It's really, really good. I yeah. I think I think what what I might do with this one is I think I might just end up sort of adding it almost as like a <laughs> a bonus edition version of of Secrets of the Lost Satellite when I when sure, I go to listen yeah. to that album, which I do from time to time. I think I'll just tack these these five songs on at the end, and that'll make a lovely uh, <laughs> hours worth of music. <laughs> yeah, for sure. 
No, fun, fun, varied stuff. Um, yeah. Little, little different slice. Oh yeah, absolutely. And you need that sometimes. Uh, what is your favorite out of the five? It's too many thoughts, dude. Okay. Great Give stuff. A nine. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna take uh, what's coming for sure. Just such a huge, huge fan of that chorus um, mm-hmm. and the production as well. I'm gonna give it an eight. Sure. Yeah. All right. That makes sense. So that's that's called uh, "What's Coming" by Ken Andrews. It's the one with the creepy uh, cartoon boy and the flowers on the front. Yeah, I like that. Very time. oddly creepy album. I, I I love how that this yep. creeps into failure. It's they're not it a really horror band, you- but they're unsettling yeah. in some respects in some respects the font very much reminds me of pedals by uh rival schools and that's yeah, yeah. that's good yeah all righty uh so next up uh why don't we talk about so that was uh, the shortest release of the week so why don't we we'll go straight into the <laughs> longest release of the week <laughs> okay, um, okay, at, okay at a full three times longer um 100,000 whys is the uh, new and I'm going to go ahead and just go ahead and guess 11 eighth, studio eighth. album. Think no, it's definitely more than 8th. Um I'm sure. going to do some research on this cuz I didn't write it down. Uh but it is the it is uh, uh, the the latest in a long line of albums from the Chinese <laughs> band um Wang Wen. I'm going to count these here. 1 2 3 4 5 6 7 8 9 10 11. I was right. 11th studio album from Wang Wen from uh Dalian China. I'm not saying that right, but um it's in north. Probably neither I could think. you. Somewhere there. Uh north. Yeah, it's a harbor town in the north. Not not a million miles from North Korea actually. Um as the crow flies. It's sort of at the end of a long peninsula. Uh, yeah, seems like a you know quite a, quite an interesting location to to sort of grow up in and have your music be influenced by. Yeah. Um Dylan, we were both uh, quite enamored by yes yeah. by seek uh, by sorry Invisible City, their last record. Have you yes. have you stuck with that album? Uh yeah, a bit a bit. Um, I always love that kind of post rock when it's a bit warmer than the mm. cold brash post rock we 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 usually get. Um, it's definitely so, not your your cult of Luna, your Russian circles, your it's it, it's not it's not as a a sort of cerebral as Mogwai or or Godspeed you Black Emperor. This is definitely a very warm experience. I agree with you there. Yeah, and it's slowly progressing, and this is definitely part of that um, mm. that uh, trajectory. Um, yeah, I will say that that not including Invisible City um, in my top twenty of twenty eighteen was one of my was really a goof it's a beautiful album that i have actually returned to a lot uh over the last two years like it's 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 been i wouldn't say on heavy rotation you know the, we, we just have so much stuff to listen to all the time but, but you don't um, skip it when it comes on right it just, it's just oh yeah like yeah. i i it's it's one of my albums that i go to for a particular feeling i guess um, and that feeling it just it's something that i kind of look for every now and again um and i and i and i really enjoy it every now and again so it's, yeah, um, yeah. I, 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 I have to say, I was. They were one of my discoveries of, of twenty eighteen for sure. I love that band, um, and, and it was great to see them come out with a new, uh, a new album actually so soon, for a band that you know they see they have a good they have a consistent yeah, release schedule. But every this time was, you, you uh, kind of go, this was this was finished before pre COVID. Yes, exactly um, right. So so mm-hmm. pr- like like very Could have been out sooner. A quite a prolific band really consider when you consider their albums are quite meaty in length and the songs are very involved and obviously involve a lot of arrangement and stuff yeah um yeah so this album um it was created with longtime producer uh wouter Vlemink, a belgian guy from a band called toman 
Um, I know nothing about Wouter or his work apart from he produced one of my uh, favorite albums of the year that we haven't talked about yet, and that is uh, Point Fingers by the Guru Guru. Have you listened yeah, to this I've album? Heard of, I've heard wind. Uh, yeah. That's at least something. Yeah. yeah well I, I was i was i was it's just funny when you uh when you come across a name and uh you you don't recognize it whatsoever and then all of a sudden it turns out they were involved in something that you're quite familiar with and let me tell you <laughs> this sounds nothing like that that album um oh. so and, and funnily enough just very quickly off the bat if i may say uh was actually shocked that this was has the same producer as invisible city because i think um Invisible City had a certain charm what i what felt like kind of a homemade charm to it it almost felt like uh they were treating the post-rock instrumentation of the sort of distorted guitars, drums, bass, those those elements almost as in a sort of alien fashion. They didn't sound the way post-rock instrumentation normally sounds. Yeah. And I think on this record, even though it's the same producer... A little further. Um, it, it, it's a much I more conventional s- approach. Yeah, it's more uh, reaching. Um, I'd say I'd say there's... Um, this is more... Uh, would you say mainstream? Um, it's... It, I would. it would attract a lot more listeners who don't usually gravitate towards this kind of music. I would say uh, a lot more chordy stuff, more yeah. varied, odd music. Um, the second song is a weird thing. It sounds like a <laughs> an ominous bon- ennui kind of Bond theme. <laughs> in yes, a way. I, I have um, James. I have James. James Bond in, written in here as well. Well, one thing they do, they do it all throughout this album, and it's something that I. Well, every band should have a dedicated uh, brass section, and and Wang Wen do, and I think having the sort of the trumpet yeah. and particularly, I think there's touches here and there of things like uh, trombone and, and tuba, but generally it's it's sort of trumpet throughout. It's just gorgeous. It just adds it's, it's, such a it's peaks. Interesting it's the peak layer. of everything. Whenever it comes on, it's like that's the focus. Everything yes. kind of makes way for it and. Um, doesn't totally lose the show, but it's it's uh, very carefully crafted to make everything sound great all the time. Absolutely, yeah. So that the yeah, so that I think the, the the trumpet is the star of the show, and then in close second is uh, an old friend from Strawberry Fields Forever. The uh, the Mellotron is is yeah, is that's cool. Plentiful that's cool on this record, that kind of fake sounding flute is a mellotron and they they use that quite a bit they just there's lots of unusual instrumentation that you would expect i suppose from a if you if you sort of said well what would a chinese band sound like you wouldn't necessarily come up with this but you would sort of say well they probably use some unusual instrumentation anyway and they they definitely do theremin harmonica you know uh, the aforementioned brass there's some synthesizers uh, and then of course everything is there are some synthesizers yeah there are some serious prog moments in this Ooh. Yes, um, song Prague number is five, it? Yes. Uh, beach yeah. bum or whatever it is. <laughs> yeah, beach bum. Yeah, um, that's that's a weird one because at the halfway at the halfway point, there comes a part where um, the guitar is kind of doing this um, fun kind of circular lick, yeah, um, riff, and the the drums Very are kind of doing this pr- samba proggy, huh? ballroom thing, and yeah. then it goes to a huge synth solo, like a sawtooth yep. kind of chainsaw synth and it's very liquidy synth cool. yeah it's great it's very good that one the start of that one is uh, very radiohead i would have said kid a kind of yeah. era radiohead but yeah it's just it's just gorgeous because you've got you've got the kind of competing guitar lines there's a break there's this lovely break beat that in the middle and you say it kind of goes into more samba territory um and for the first time that I could remember listening to this band, you've got sort of what begins as spoken word, sort of morphs into chanting and then becomes singing. 
and very very cool um song that pushes pushes a lot of boundaries for the band mm. synth wise there's another moment uh i think it yeah. comes on yes it's uh the ghost the second track um oh yeah where out of that that gorgeous arpeggiator just you know just comes out of, and it's 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 a it's almost like synth wave quality it it, it really <laughs> it envelops the whole stereo space in a really pleasant way i, I appreciate that it's not too subtle it's no, very kind of like it, it captures <laughs> an eerie element or a certain feel it's not just um it, it's the lead it's the lead instrument when it comes in almost yeah for the most and part there's, yeah there's moments whereas like songs like stone scissors off the last record had riffs but they felt very um almost sort of cartoon villain-ish as you mentioned <laughs> not to, i think i'm still thinking of rudy but uh, they felt yeah. very castle on a hill sort of lightning strike whereas whereas you know the, the moments like where the guitar comes in after that big synthesizing moment that deck deck da and then that that uh, that groove that groovy riff in a beach bum and there's one other one uh, particularly throughout the record i can't remember exactly where it is but um some of the last you know, there's, songs there's, uh yes they, like they, they go in for a, a more typical prog slash math rock type uh approach to riffing but because it's couched in so much interesting unique stuff it's it's actually really nice when that stuff comes in when those yeah. when those riffs those kind of porcupine tree <laughs> style riffs kick in very i i think they sound great actually yeah and um powerful i'd say at every point a lot of these songs sound like a, a rocket taking off at the end <laughs> they, yeah, they just I gain mean, that much yeah. uh layer getting that many layers of the stuff happening at the end it just becomes huge yeah yeah shut up and play I mean, the last two tracks shut up and play and forgotten river both have very euphoric kind of uh wall of sound style endings uh yeah. Woo road would be another one uh, uh-huh. fourth track third track sorry uh you know I, I think that's that is a hallmark of the quote-unquote crescendo core genre uh, but but again, this band do so much more beyond like that sort of explosions in the sky, Caspian. Yeah, they uh, split it up nicely. Know, they got God as an astronaut, which by the way, the start of Woo Woo Road, God as an astronaut yeah. just came crashing into my my brain, <laughs> and I have to, and and totally. just the just idea, the, the, the beat. yeah. Uh, oh, the beat and the and the keyboard part and everything and it's it's so uncanny that they can't but have heard God is an Astronaut and uh, there's something inherently pleasing just from a sort of a, a cultural connection standpoint yeah. about a band from the outer reaches of China directly referencing a band from Glen of the Downs like 20 minutes that way <laughs> in Ireland it's just quite cool <laughs> we totally see it with so many bands like like mm. um what was the South Korean band we we did um Jambanai Jambanai yeah 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 they totally love corn and stuff like that yeah like, you it, can it, tell it, it, everything is reachable in the internet yeah. age um and Sigur Ross is another touch point there on yeah. particularly towards the end of the record and uh it's interestingly again the emotional just parts. For, for my perception of the of the difference in production style this is the record that was produced in their hometown in china and the last record was actually produced in iceland um, Holy shit. yeah so they they try and they try and mix it up um, as far as the recording location every time um, but yeah that that uh that god is an astronaut song i love mm. is that the one that opens up with kind of a, a radio weirdness that is it's not like actually changing channels. A, that's a that's a beach bum opens oh, yes, with that yes. radio okay. station effect yeah that's that's really clever 
Um, yes. Because it opens up at a part of the song you might not... It doesn't sound like an intro. It just sounds like a part mm. of the song that's going to be playing. And then yeah. it just goes to the start of that song. Um, after a lot of weird alien uh, satellite glitchiness, it's yeah really cool production. I, I, I never know how people do these things. Probably by accident sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Modulators Probably. going on and off. Um, yeah. It's not a totally unique, but I think the way that they do it is is it's not... It's how you do it's it. It's like the, the way Strawberry Girls did it, where it's, you know, it really sounds like someone switching a radio dial. This is quite, this is almost like uh, that scene in Lost where they, you know, they catch the the BBC yeah. transatlantic broadcast for like 10 seconds. It, it sounds much more <laughs> like uh, hearing a broadcast you shouldn't be hearing as opposed or to like, just flipping um, to radio stations. Or a fucking, uh, um, oh, what's that movie? Fuck. Uh, Castaway? Horizon, Horizon, Horizon Front? No. Oh. You've the one me. about is the one about the um, the sh- the spaceship that goes into a hell portal. Um, Good lord! And they're called. Um, there's a distress call by people, and it turns out they, that turns out to be a uh, demons, and they just slaughter them all. So- sounds like Event Doom. Horizon. Yes, that's. The oh, film. okay. All right, I, I'm not familiar, but yeah, similar vibe, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, Forgotten River, the last track. Almost slightly too mainstream. The second like it begins it, the last track. <sighs> uh, that, that starts fine. off in sort of a even a Coldplay-ish mode. I I would say the last two songs are um at first listen almost made me openly weep. They were oh, so nice. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay. Really. Um. Set the second last song was kind of. Um, a calm weep, <laughs> and the sec and the last yeah. song was more more of a cathartic <laughs> weep. Yeah. Like everything is okay. fine for now, <laughs> but it, yeah. you know, oh, I I, I definitely I caught at the right is, moment, right? Yeah, yeah. Nothing is quite um, giving me that reaction the way that the song "Mail from the River" off um, Invisible City did. But the songs that definitely come close, like I think that song. Uh, uh is it lonely no not lonely bird if tomorrow comes i think definitely has that feeling that feeling of sort of isolation even when you might be there's a bit a of longing street. as well there's a longing, bit of longing sort of a um, hopeful kind of melancholy type of sadness yeah it just gets uh, you if you're walking at yeah. the right time something clicks yeah. and that's the most emotional thing you listen to all year <laughs> it, yeah. it was almost that for me um yeah, yeah. What I will say is I don't want to make the same mistake again of underestimating this band because I I kind of came away from the Invisible City review feeling one way and then definitely it, it just grew and grew, grew and grew on me. So I want to stick with this one. I think it might be. Yeah, I, I think, think it's a bit it more instantaneous be. for me. Maybe because it's closer to um uh stuff I kind of like a bit more. Um, mm. Yeah. Um, it's, but uh, it's totally either way, own, right? Yeah, I'm about eight lessons in, and um, you know, and I already really like it. I gotta say, this is just a really small thing, and it's yeah. it's gonna come across as super pedantic. But you know, on their Bandcamp, they have the title of the album and all the track list in English. English, okay. Um, but on Spotify, you're just and it's you know, shade. They're they're Chinese, but you're just greeted with a wall of Chinese characters, <laughs> and I think. Uh, it would be a nice touch if for the regions where they're distributing to uh, regions that have Latin-based mm. uh, languages, I would, um, or Latin character-based languages, I would have uh, 
just given us the translations like they did with um, all their previous albums. I think this is the first release to have all Chinese characters. And it just it just creates a little bit of extra distance that I don't think uh, is necessary because they've already they've already kind of released the full track listing in English also. Yeah, and there's that's no, the thing. It's still there. Yeah. It's not, not like, it. it's not like you're missing out on this, this, like probably 10 lines of lyrics in the whole thing in that one, that one song. So, uh, I'm, I, you know, I, I, what I would say is, you know, if, if you're feeling a little bit alienated from the, the album just because you can't read the names of the songs, definitely check it out on Bandcamp. Yeah, like, <laughs> the first time I found out that song, Five, was called A Beach Bum. I was like, yeah, is it? <laughs> it sounds like not that, but uh, yeah. yeah. But what I will say as well is I think that, you know, it's another, I absolutely loved the, the cover art for the last one. And I think it's another win. It's just, oh, it's it's just this absolutely gorgeous. Porn, right? it's, it's so. Yeah, it's really lovely. Uh, kind of a rolling forest, just a, a sort of an illustrated, almost, um, what, would you, what do you call that? A, it looks like a, a scroll or like a tapestry style yeah, yeah. Uh, illustration. It's gorgeous. It's kind of like two dimensional flat. Um, yeah. Yeah very layered um creepy serene totally mm. this album's thing Definitely. um yeah like like what other prog post-rock band can do songs like um what's the second song again um uh, ghost. The, the ghost yeah like i don't hear that anywhere else it's <laughs> <laughs> such a looming song it's like an, a chinese noir film yeah <laughs> i love it yeah i love it yeah, there's that lovely section which has like half of the band doing something really kind of twisty and spiky and half the band doing something really twinkly and ethereal and it just somehow kind of works. Um, yeah. The bass no, it's, sound. It's, it, the, yeah, sorry. Yeah. No, no, you go ahead. The, the bass sounds directionless, but you realize it's covering a lot of ground. Um, yeah. To pick off certain moments the other instruments are doing. So that's why it sounds kind of looming. It's just stretching the whole... Um, chord range that the other instruments are doing it's very interesting yeah. jazzy good band uh good album for sure i will say this you're not gonna like me saying this but i think it's probably about eight minutes too long i don't know which maybe, song maybe. i'd cut it's a but long i think one. it's i think it's either either cut a minute from each of the tracks or cut, cut a track but it's every every time it gets to sort of uh yeah. track six or seven i'm like Ooh, are we not done yet? Not that I don't like existing in their space, but I do feel as though maybe there could be a, at, at certain points they could tighten up the screws a little bit just in terms of the arrangement. Maybe. But uh, but it's there is no one song I would I would take out. Um, I think it's all the songwriting it's all very, overall it's all is quite very strong. Varied. I think it's um, yeah. I prefer it over the last album in that respect. It's more varied. Um, I think so right I'm not now, tired of it being an hour. I I wasn't yeah. at one point tired of what to expect whereas the last one i i kind of fell into the vibe where this one yeah. i was like kind of i was i was left guessing um and the, Fair. yeah i think the last one well the last one was 54 minutes and this one is um, 62 okay okay yeah. yeah or there yeah well it might be 61 and a half but it's you know so you're talking about a difference of um you know of less than of the less than 10 minutes but i think it does make yeah. a difference that that 10 minutes anyways that's really my only gripe i think it, overall it's a it's a super strong record totally um totally a grower um ghost is my favorite song it's a nine mm. for me could easily yeah. be a 10 um given the emotional effect it just had on me uh, yeah I, like uh, only a couple albums this year of just 
made me involuntarily get uh get emotional like that so that's something yeah that's significant absolutely um i i yeah no i i, I agree with you or maybe uh, it was just because it was election day that was a weird emotional a very state weird to time be in. for everybody 100 percent. Hey. yes i think it's it's been a trying week but uh yeah i, I think i'll take uh Ooh, woo woo road um as my favorite track and i'm also going to give it a nine hell yeah yep um yep yep it's good stuff so it's called One Hundred Thousand whys by wang wen that's w-a-n-g space w-e-n and if you're looking for it on spotify it is the album with the trees rolling off yeah. into the distance and the first character looks like yeah. a big plus i have uh, to get back to listening to the first albums because there's a lot of them and i know they're probably good I had a little, yeah, I had a little uh, sort of whip through the older stuff. Um, nothing grabbed me to the say. It's it's a quite a bit more oppressive. Was my impression? Yes, that's um, what I heard. Than that they that they've really lightened up in terms of the offering a bit more uh, in the way of melodies and hooks. But uh, probably worth persevering with. But for now, I'm very happy to just go back to this album. I think this album's got a lot left to give. Okay. Um, so uh, back to another EP next. Uh, you could call it a mini. Don't don't call it a comeback. But uh, a you mini could, call album, it a, man. could call it a mini album, though. Um, yeah. And I've been a really, really terrible uh, host <laughs> this week because I didn't write down the name of it. But it's called Post Human Survival Horror by Bring Me the Horizon. They like um, their video games, or at least um, they do. the main guy does. There are yeah. so many references. Um, I will list them off now. <laughs> well, well there's, there's a lot more than you'd expect. It's like yeah. uh, your diary has a Resident Evil One reference in it. Does uh, it? Parasite Eve. Is a reference is the name to the game, of a game. Parasite yep. Eve survival horror yep. game. Yep. Um, then we got, uh, I think, Obey or something in there. Um, Ludens is on the Death Stranding soundtrack. Yes. <laughs> About Death Stranding things. Ludens. Yes. L- Ludens Sapiens or whatever. Um, yeah, there's just a lot. Um, but yeah, there there's, might be there's more a theme. hidden hidden in there. Yeah, there's a theme. Well, Concept. I think, uh, yeah. You're dead right, Jake. Well, what's your what's your read on it? Oh, not not too much of a read. Just, just um, it's very uh, they wear it on their sleeve, you know. Yep. It's, they he do. takes he's very straightforward and to the point, and uh, you know, it's <laughs> edgy, um, but you know, not not. There's no harm in that sometimes. <laughs> no, no. So no. I was, I was just, I was a, a little bit curious as to what this was actually going to be because so yeah. last year we had Ammo. It was my number seven album of the year. I want to go ahead and say um, it was certainly well up there. Uh, and basically, uh, I, I, I was curious what they would do next. And what they ended up doing was they released that uh, that that EP songs to blah 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 do you remember it was called like songs to dance to blaze to pray to feed to and Uh that was effectively i mean that was absolutely lampooned in certain circles um that weird because it's just an hour and 15 minutes it's an ambient thing it was basically what what it was which i don't think it seemed to be acknowledged is that it's basically a remix album i mean most most if not all of the uh of all of the ideas are remix ideas of um of songs from Ammo. Actually, sorry, I'm just looking at it here now. One of the one of the songs actually is "Happy Alone." He's an artist from uh, Cork. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was a nice one. That, 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 I didn't that actually. Nice. I have to listen to that song again. I thought it was perfectly pleasant. I didn't. I didn't think it deserved the kicking that it came in for. Thought it was quite a cool little electronic remix yeah. album. Obviously, a little confection and not intended to be, uh, you know, a new album or anything to that effect. But but you know, 
whatever. Obviously, that seemed to have been a misstep for them career-wise. So they're coming back with another EP now, and I didn't know if this was going to be another experimental thing or what this was going to be, but this is very much um, a sort of a continuation and expansion and evolution of their mainline work, if that makes sense. Almost a retracing as well of stuff they may have missed in ammo um that most fans yeah. were like where was that bit what what was that kind of song um yeah would you say this sounds almost almost like more of a direct link from sempaternal um sempaternal but with what they've learned from ammo uh, yeah and and, and the sort of heavier parts of that's a spirit <laughs> and you know fucking mick gordon uh writer of the doom and doom eternal soundtrack is the guy who produced this shit so uh holy oh, shit yeah. Is that right? I'm pretty sure, right? That's why it no, sounds I'm pretty sure it's just Oliver doomed. Sykes and uh, Jordan Fish, as has been the case for the last. Yeah, no, it's it's just it's just Ollie and Jordan. Did did Mick Gordon do anything on this? Because I'm pretty sure I heard from uh, the circle he did something. Not as best I could tell, though. I think they they've been saying that he was a big influence, that his work was a big influence, but I don't I don't think he was directly involved. Uh, either way. I think right from the bat, you uh, okay. you just get you get the heaviest song Bring Me Have Done in years <laughs> in Dear Diary. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it just roars out of the traps. Yeah, it's uh, just absolutely sick of uh, um, the isolation and boredom and what oh, that does God. to the mind, uh, yeah. depending on the person. <laughs> um, 100%. The stress of not being able to do everything in that boredom. Yeah. In isolation. That's what it is. That's that. That's the kind of venting. Um, because it, it, it is very edgy. His lyrics are very edgy this time around. <laughs> but it's it's God, it's kinda, God is a shithead. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Where his rejects. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, but they're absolutely truthful, and a lot of them have got are like, yeah, that's that's bang on. That's uh, what everybody's thinking, edgy or not. That's kind of yeah, pretty yeah. cool. Um, I don't mind it. <laughs> Yeah, no, me either. Don't mind um, that I'm, I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to figure out what uh, Mick Gordon did on this. I imagine if, from my ear, I think he did a lot of the digital effects, or at least that's yeah. what they've learned from him. Because you hear that with um, "Obey," um, you know the chorus, the lingering synth guitar in the yeah. background. It's like a note, yeah. a discordant note. That's kind of what the Doom soundtrack does. Like you hear it with um, right. BFG. Um, tons of songs in the soundtrack just have that kind of because yeah, because because basically what there there seems to have been a sort of a okay. news story back in like September that he was working with them, but nothing since the release uh, to confirm his involvement. But in any case, I, heard from I was somebody say- who worked with them that that was the case. So okay, all right. Yeah. Uh, well, either way, the production um, is just as uh, perfect as it was on Ammo. I have, I, I, I just don't think there's any. If, I have no issues if, whatsoever with the production. If I think not it's better, if not better, it just sounds so <laughs> big. It punches it, it, um, you in the face over and mm. over again. <laughs> um, yeah. The screams are back, and they're just overall. Ollie Sykes' vocal performance on this record is outstanding i think yeah. he just he For pumps a guy so much emotion the, the shitter of such surgeries and stuff yeah to get it back here like like um what he was on the washy sleep song what was it called again um, oh um you are we uh, right title track yeah 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 um compare that to where he is here um in a matter of years like the voice can do amazing things to repair yeah, it itself. really can 
No, it definitely Uh-oh. can. To, to the point where, yeah, like, he, he would sort of have been known as a slightly weaker vocalist, and almost every single time he steps away from the mic on this album, I am disappointed. Uh, I think... Wait, what? What, 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 I think... Every every nearly every time he steps away from the mic to let a, to let a guest come in, I okay. I'm like I wish he was okay. singing again because he does such a good job. I, I am here to a point, um, and that would be unfortunately ah. only Emmy Lee's ref um, featuring, which I think sounds very much like an Evanescent song, um, yep. featuring yep. him singing back vocals. They gel together, but it's nothing spectacular. Yeah, um, compared to the rest, a little out that of that song. out of left field. Sticks but out like a sore. She sticks I, out like a sore thumb would, on a song that I think does stick out like a sore thumb on I this would, album. I would say "Obey" with Youngblood. Yep. He he surprises me to no end with um. He's he keeps cool. up with him. He keeps up. Yeah, with, he does. With, with, yeah, he with keeps Ollie. up with him. But I feel like First he. Part. I th- I feel like uh, Youngblood turns in a traditional Ollie Sykes guest performance in terms of you know he he he's there like, and he does a good what? job. But he's he not. Comes back. I don't think like, he's essential. I think they share the load really well. Like, <laughs> like you hear, yeah. like, um, destroy yourself, don't fade away. When, when, like, Ollie yeah. comes back to do the backing vocals for uh, Young Blood, that's yeah. excellent. Yeah, um, no, I, I absolutely, and I'm not. I, he, yeah, that 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 guest spot is good. And the baby um, metal I'm, one is one of my favorite baby metal songs that isn't baby metal. Uh, so it's yeah. pounding. Um, it's it incredible. It certainly is. It's incredible, mm. dude. Mm, yes, that part I no, mm, there was no dispute. Mm. What I no will dispute. say is that 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 sort of it sort of begins with uh, "Itch for the Cure," which is is this pendulum style interlude track. Yeah, Super very classy, definitely. Yeah, has has the bang of you know a uh, fresh bruises or a uh, you know the other the other interlude track. Uh, can't remember the name of it now. Off ammo, uh, really cool. But then almost as soon as Kingslayer actually starts, it's like. The synthesizers get so cheap and plasticky. It's just this. It's this sort of parpy, oh, horrible I, 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 I PS One sound. They sound. Oh no! There's nothing horrible about a PS One sound. That's. It's like this a, a awesomely cool sound. Oh, I'm not into it. No, they're into they're it. they're very scrapey, um, <laughs> industrialized, um, kind of ravey. You you hear it with um, ravey. Yes. You hear it with bands like Enter Shikari. Um, mm. Uh, Coles. Well, what are they called again? Um, the oh, Japanese I know you're thinking of. Yes, I know. Col- no, I know you're thinking of. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Um, uh, well, Crossfade as well. Would be Crossfade. The one. Yeah, yeah. Crossfade is the one. Yeah. Um. Oh, they are the one. Okay. I love and uh, I love what I love the production weirdness that goes on with his vocals during the screaming elements. Um. Yeah, go, there's a cool vocal <laughs> modulation thing. Modulation, yeah. kind of uh, rapid <sighs> oscillating. Uh. Yeah kind of exploding into um there's a part at the end where it made me laugh um mm. but in a very badass way where um <laughs> he it's his last scream where yeah, it yeah. feels like his his scream got thanos out of existence at the end yes. digitally yeah and then yeah, you just yeah, hear yeah. um ue metal go yay <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I lo- and then it's a catchy kind of synth thing at the end i love it dude it's got a punch it to it. It doesn't scan for me. It's just um, too. Um, it's one too of the wacky. best choruses of the year. No. Full stop. You put baby metal in your top five. No, I didn't. <laughs> I put it in, in my. They were, they were, no, they were. They were in my top. They were in my top twenty in twenty sixteen. Yeah. yeah, they were like it was like number you, seventeen. You, you keep on the baby metal train. 
Okay. No, do, uh, I, 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 I will, I will, I will give Baby the, the benefit of the doubt. But in that song, and like I said, I thought, I thought Road to Resist, or uh, is that what it was called, Road to Resistance? That uh, Metal Resistance. Sorry, Metal Resistance. Yeah. I thought that was a really good album. But like, I, I got to be honest with you, I just don't think their appearance here really. I just, I, I don't know what it is. But I just think that song, it, it, it's, it doesn't do it for me. But um, I think, I think Nova Twins. Um, yeah, I understand. I, well, I get that you prefer them. You, you've got more time for Baby Middle anyway, so it makes sense. Yeah. You, it works for you. But I think the and, Nova and, Twins I, song is quite cool. Sorry, yeah, and it, it, it makes sense logistically because was it um they toured with uh they, yes uh, yeah, bring they, me yeah, to, yeah when I guy. went to see them in Japan uh, they toured with yeah. them so they have a a rapport with them which is yeah. cool to see that together yeah. because they're both heavy bands that kind of have that bigness and that makes sense yeah oh, they have an appeal I guess beyond the the underground which is good as well and good English uh, vocals good English vocals I will say that 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 surprised me because I was definitely on the edge of like. How well can she pull it off? I think she does a good job. Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they're fine. They're yeah. fine. I don't know. I, I don't have any strong... I, they're fine. I know. You don't. Um, <laughs> <laughs> maybe next time. Um, yeah. I, I, yeah, the, the, that song, One by One, again, it's. I think it's quite quite good. I think when the Nova Twins come in, they definitely do the... They're the better of the two. I think that's the one instance where I think they're... It just, I think they raise the level of the song up and it's a more hip-hop inspired song whereas yeah, I don't it's, feel it's like that's Ollie's comfort zone. Yeah. Um, definitely the poppiest of the the the, um, the guest vocals. Um, yeah, absolutely. Agreed. But in a good way, right? Good modern pop go a long way with this kind of metal. Yeah. And they're, 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 it, it blurs. It blurs the line, They're a crossover cool. kind of band, so it's, it's their cool band to kind of bring in. But I think really even though the guest spots are the sort of the news story in a way of this album, um, they're the thing that kind of drive in the clicks and they're, they're probably yeah. they're, they're the thing they're, the guest spots are what are getting people outside of metal to listen to the record. But it's I think all of the best songs, and I really mean like they're fucking great songs are the, the just the pure bring me tracks. I think they dear diary parasite Eve is absolutely Huge. I still have that thing um, about uh, him rhyming Eve with Grieve and it just kind of, it feels like he's trying to fill too much lyrically. Uh, it's a weird quabble that I have with it. Didn't even uh, occur to me, but I'll listen out for it next time. But I think that's a gigantic... Yeah. Too many chorus. words per second before yeah, Grieve, which is the same kind of tone as... Uh, it's, it's a little off-putting, but I still love it. It's yeah. got a great okay, breakdown. No, I, I hear you. <laughs> yes, excellent, excellent sledgehammer breakdown. I, I love that... Um, you know, the David end Draymond, has arrived. Yes, yeah. But yeah, I, 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 I'm a, I'm a sort of known fan of these core meltdown style pre-choruses. Uh, Nero, I've done a few of them. It's yeah, not, yeah. it's a, it's a um, fairly common thing. But I, I'm a big fan. Teardrops. Lincoln all Park, of the me- all homage, of the Meteora era. Lincoln Park. Oh man, you just yeah, that's it's got that synth which mm. I thought you were gonna call that the PS One synth because that's that's what it's all about. Um, that's what Lincoln Park inspired by was PS One synth. So um, good, man. Yeah, it's like it's a, it's it's like a, it's like one of the best tracks off Meteora with a big fucking co- modern core in middle yeah. eight. Um, and at a at a pre-chorus that could be Dua Lipa, it's so poppy, and I yeah, just and that's a, the juxtaposition yeah. I'm here for. And so uh, that's, the, that's the song where I was like, oh, Ollie's having a bad time because the lyrics <laughs> are really sad. Um, yeah. I hope he's doing all right. 
Yeah, every yeah that that earworm that chorus uh, uh, is just you know it's it's so cathartic I guess in a way. Run another teardrops. Everything is so fucked. And you're yeah, it's so fun to just sing along with. Uh, great songwriting. And I've had a I've had a private conversation with somebody recently about you know uh, the the, the sure. sort of various merits of the band and and whether or not they're just uh, in the in the game for clicks or in the game for kind of exposure and there is no <sighs> songwriting craft and i think it would be very difficult to listen to a track like to listen yeah. to a track like teardrops um or or ludens and sort of say these are people with no songwriting talent whatever you think about them personally they're bursting I just with find, it i find it very hard to yeah to, to sort of credit any argument that that brushes songs like those off as hacky like uh, sellout type behavior they're just L- good songs L- ludens just has some genius odd moments um yeah for something that was essentially written for a game uh yeah. i guess the lyrics were i'm not sure about the instrumentals but um there's a baby was it not on the soundtrack for the game though no. uh it is it is it's on the um yeah you can listen to it yeah it's not on the main soundtrack but you can listen to it in the um the uh the place where you stay in the game on the mp3 okay. player Okay. Um, and it's and it's all references to him, to mm. the experience through that. So that's cool. Um, it's just got a make, very yeah good, and it works. It works around to what we're going through as well, which is which is like make failing to make connections um, in these trying times. Um, yeah, yeah, agreed. Yeah, I just think it's I think it's a very hard thing to do is to sort of achieve that very wide screen approach to songwriting where a song can have really delicate parts Art. really chaotic parts kinda. a kind of a cat what i call like a catch and release yes. where you can where you can build up that you can ramp up the temperature and then bring it back down when you need to and then ramp it back up again and then bring it into something like that oh give me a break and then it, you it get could the be big disastrous so if good it, if the production was not as good as it is it could have been disastrous to try and figure out yeah <laughs> i could only imagine what that song sounds like on the on the kind of um, acoustic bass level, yeah. Yeah. I'd love to hear it. Um, but Jordan Fish, I think he's really the 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 sort of MVP of of the last few Bring Me records in terms of he just makes this he just makes the music generally a pleasure to listen to. It's it's really hard not to get behind this band when you put the headphones on and you press play and you just you just treat it to some of the best sort of like guitar bass drums vocal production in the game it everything sounds great what's the secret what is i, I i'll probably actually there is a mick if mick gordon did as much work that i think he did with it um he does have a video online of how he dissects his music and how he adds walls and yeah. synths that are so twisted to sound like guitars like mm. i think um uh slight slight tangent uh, when he was doing the doom soundtrack he um the first the, one of the f- things they told him was like no guitars and um later on mm. there was guitars at the end but um for the longest while right. he was trying to twist and distort synths so much and reverse engineer them that they just sounded like twisted metal guitars that he came up with that right. signature doom sound which okay. inspires this pretty clearly um uh that you know it just carries over and i guess that the the combination of synth heaviness and guitar heaviness yeah. and then bass heaviness makes pr- probably the best um metal production i've ever heard uh yep yeah. no it's it's true it's it's just for what it is i mean 
for this kind of uh this type of, of this type metal, of metal. That's, yeah, yeah that's like it's like that kind of dopamine rush because you've got tool metal exactly and then you've you got this kind of metal yeah, yeah, and um, yeah but this this isn't your like textured like long form this this is aiming to deliver the maximum amount of sort of serotonin in the shortest amount of time and it does a great job of that i think it does really really does like you could you could hear you know like a band like architects could 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 do with this type of production they have great Um, production but this this could kick them up to another gear i think i think whilst the seeps are a bit more on the ball with it um Mm. that last song is cool so what well. could have done with this type of production? Um, well, if have you heard Sleep Society yet? The new song, yes, just um, once or twice. But yeah, it, I think it, it it gets up there um, to what this is trying yeah. to say, and hopefully, um, I don't know, um, just the peak. How, where else can you go besides just perfection? Um, hard, hard to know. Yeah, uh, but uh, yeah. So I think we've got a pretty decent overview there. It's uh, it's definitely well worth your time. It, you know, if you if you enjoy <laughs> like kind of letting loose a little bit, and you just want something that's that's cathartic and packed with energy, um, you can't really go wrong. It's it's very good. It's kind. Of, it's yeah, kind of silly, kind of very serious, very of our time. Yeah. Um, like was it mainly written this year? Yeah, um, in, funnily in enough, Parasite Eve, which is the one that <laughs> appears to have the most to do with the pandemic, is actually uh, well, they 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 claim up and down it's pre was written pre pandemic, but we'll see about that. We'll see. Well, yeah, they're li- they're not changing their tune anyway. <laughs> he, sneez- he sneezes in it. Uh, uh, he literally achoo. sneezes in it. That's yeah. that's literally a fear people have now. That was probably uh, put in later, a little later. But I'd say well, that's it's the just funny. There's a the, there's a lyric I think it's a great lyric um, really great lyric and, and even if it wasn't written uh, if it, even if it wasn't written with this current situation in mind it still applies as you know when we forget the infection will we remember the lessons I mean that's just a good line that's cool uh, yeah, yeah. That, as I said look straight to the point exactly what um, yep yeah yep definitely not the most creative but it is pretty on the ball uh, yes, exactly. Uh, mm-hmm. So my favorite track is actually "Dear Diary." Uh, yeah, for for the surprise that it is to be that heavy. Um, mm. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, I'll I'll allow it. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. I'd say um, I'm stuck between "Obey" and "Kingslayer." Um, "Obey"'s got a uh, "Obey." We're going for "Obey." Obey's yeah, Obey's really good. Kane Hill vibes at the start, which I appreciate. Yeah, diddly uh, diddly yeah. yeah. Um right, so I'm no. gonna give this an eight out of ten. Let's give this a nine. Um Nice. I wish there was something heavier with the Amy Lee song. Um I love yeah. Amy Lee as an artist. I she's fucking great, great set of pipes. But um Yeah, good set of pipes. Yeah. It kinda goes from yeah, that one's a bit of a dud for me. It sort of it sort of feels like it goes from X Factor to to Danny Elfman, not that we don't like Danny Elfman, but uh, <laughs> I love Danny Elfman. Man. Not, but anyway. not on my bring, not on my bring me records. Yes. Yeah. Um, All right. Yeah. Okay, so that's uh, uh, I've forgotten it again. Posthuman survival horror. Apparently, we're we're gonna get a few more of these posthuman EPs. So oh, really? okay for that. Apparently, this is apparently this is only the it's either the first of four or the second of four. I don't know if that what? one from uh, wait, wait, wait. last. Yeah. Oh, was oh, yeah, you um, better believe it. Was the last song? Was the last EP? Uh... 
I don't, that, that's what I'm, I'm not sure if this, if the last one was considered part of that series or if that was just separate. Okay. But, because that's just called uh, music to listen to, um, etc. Yeah. Hey, I'm uh, yeah, so you can look that up in your own time. Uh, but that brings us to the very last release of the week. And this one is a fully fledged album. Um, it comes much. from a band we've, we covered uh, two years ago, similarly to I went to two years ago. Yeah. A band is called Fox Capture Plan and the record is called Discovery. A uh-huh. busy band. They do a lot of soundtrack work, a lot of movies, a lot whole of TV lot of shows. But uh, this is the first uh, studio album. They've had... Uh, four release they've had sorry five releases yeah not including this one so six releases since their last album <laughs> but uh, they were they were all uh, sort of soundtrack work uh, compilations that sort of thing yeah. um so yeah discovery right uh yeah I, I, what i will say Jill, is that like much like wang wen uh, actually in a very very similar manner to wang wen um i was positive about capturism the fox capture plan album when we reviewed it and it is an album that has only grown in my estimation since. And one that I've listened to mm. a lot in the intervening time. I, it's a, just a Same. really classy, like, piano trio, effectively. You've got, like, it sort of was piano slash keyboard, drums, double bass, um, and then the odd little bit of strings or synthesizer to top things mm. off. But just a real focus on fantastic melodies, kind of a jazz sensibility, a pop sensibility, um, and yeah, I, just a real class act, just a great, great record. Um, so I, I, my hopes were very high for this. Yeah, um, always. I, I, they're they're constantly doing things, um, as you said, and and the fact that they can they can get their original stuff out there with a bit of fun. Um, mm. They they're far enough now to where they can have a bit of fun with their original albums. Like you see yeah. it now, you see it with the base, the end of this, the tail end of this album, which is. Couple of anime songs and 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 a cover of Linkin Park's "Numb." <laughs> um, some anime songs yeah, that I was love. A... Um, right, right. Oh, uh, yeah. You know so the sorry. Last song. Maybe quickly just yeah. Yeah, run, we'll run through run through that with me. No, just what, is there is is there stuff here that isn't new material as such? Um, it's all new. Right. It's all new. When you say anime songs, is this songs they've contributed to various anime or songs? N- no, are, are no, they cover the, um, covers? The last song is a cover of the ending to Bunny Girl Senpai, which I know you've watched. Oh, have I? Yeah. Yes. Oh, you have. Okay. I believe. I believe you watched it. I believe Goodness you watched me. it a while back, according to your anime list. But according to my, <laughs> you could, oh, it could be hey, foggy I, for you. you know what? Hey, I, I did. I did actually. Did. I remember that. It's I a do. real smooth. I, I, you know, the, you know the song. Smooth I thought and jazzy. it was. Uh, I, I thought it was a little bit familiar, actually. Yes. Yeah. I do remember. Mm-hmm. Um, the other one that that I was wondering, have I heard it before? Is uh, "Stand My Heroes"? Is that, That's third is that last. A... That's an anime song as well. That's an opening oh. Uh, oh. to an anime I don't know. Um, okay, it's but it's not it's not one that you were previously familiar with because it sounded very familiar to me. No, I'll just check what what's okay. it called. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't think I know the title to it. Um, right, right. But yeah, it's right. it's there, okay. and it's it's cool. It's a cool cre- creative addition that flows well with the album. Right. Yes. Oh, that was a fun show. Sorry, I remember this now. Yeah. Oh, that was great. The adolescent syndrome thing. Yeah. Where they'd be reliving the same day over and over again. Or love it. Yeah. Yeah. That was that was that was a good show. Um. Yeah, I thought I recognized it. Um. Yeah. So so really, this this feels a little bit more like a hodgepodge uh, than I would have liked, I guess. But what I will say is that it starts off super strong. I mean, that first track into the spiral is just everything you want. Double bass, piano, drums, synthesizer, strings, frantic drums, memorable hooks. Yeah. 
great brass that comes in that I wasn't expecting. This kind of really organic sounding hyper jazz. Yeah, um, the hyper jazz yeah. really upped the ante on this. Um, yeah. Especially with PRDR, um, the second that song, song. Continues the trend for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You've got that squelchy mm-hmm. Stevie Wonder electric <laughs> piano. I don't know. I don't know what that's called. That <sighs> Me- <laughs> mellow, <laughs> mellow. Was it Mel- Mellotron? I don't think it's Mellotron. No, I, it I don't like think it. it's. I d- no, Mellotron is a much more creepy sounding. Oh, you're thing. right. This, uh, this sounds more like it could be like maybe a Wurlitzer, but no, it's not quite a Wurlitzer. Yeah, it's not quite harpsichord. Not quite. <clears throat> yeah, it's it's, it's something uh, along those lines. I have it on my synth. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like nice. the fifth one of my synth setting. It's it's it's. See there. if you can find the uh, yeah. See if you can find the name. But uh, yeah, no, that's. I mean, that song PRDR has a very uh, Go Go Penguin, which I think exactly. Go Go Penguin has set the gold standard for this type of stuff uh, this year. But uh, yeah, cascading twinkly pianos yeah. and drums inspired by electronic music, a real kind of sense of weight i guess yeah. and, and, and seriousness to that song which is quite nice and um, so i think overall a very strong start you know it kind of it definitely feels like a there's plenty of solos lots of melodies and just a good start to the record um the, the i think where it kind of begins to lose its way slightly is on spread out the third track in terms of we're kind of moving into very much sort of mario kart territory in the in the music and, well, that, that uh, one's a little we, bit kind of, um, uh, uh, what would you call it? Uh, Dynasty Warriors kind of sure <laughs> soundtrack, okay. soundtracky, but very much soundtrack to a game. I, I thought, and and, and also we've it, it, we've it, lost it, the it holds yeah. it holds the um the J pop uh spirit. Um, they 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 still capture. It. I think that's just what they're going for, kind of a J rock, yeah. but in this element, which is right. more more jazz ensemble. And maybe quartet. that's maybe oh. maybe that is where uh, where my sort of natural predilections maybe would, would the, diverge. Yeah, there's yeah because we've yeah they're a jazz quartet band that that um are kind of a uh, pop a uh, J pop rock in disguise, right? Yeah, they play like that. Yeah. They uh, they love those songs. You can see um the cover of anime songs kind of lends to that. Yeah, sure. Yeah, um, it's always in the background. What I think uh, is sort of unfortunate for tracks like that song spread out and then as we move forward, um, like Sprinter, uh, New Era, is that we've lost the double bass, which added so much personality to their sound. And whenever it crops up, it does. When we switch over to a bass guitar... I think the bass um, guitar is good. I think it, I think it, I think it, it loses a, a lot of personality. Uh, depends what you want to go for. Like, um, yeah. I think it's as good as the bass guitar can be whereas the double bass is a different realm and I like yeah. the fact that they can they can they can flip from uh either either side of the coin is really cool um that gives it the variety i don't think it gets tired in that respect uh, if it was just yeah. double bass i think i would have uh you know i would have wanted more band stuff because i know they've done a lot of the band stuff in the past and um yeah i don't know i don't know um, no i hear you your mileage may vary i just find like of course yeah that that's that song uh sprinter uh i was trying to (laughs) meet me and social were brainstorming and um what we kind of came up with was it sounds like the soundtrack to animal crossing racers uh, if that game existed (laughs) easy frantic listening Um, that's what this is or or maybe the title screen for the sims 5 but uh either way (sighs) i would say something that it sounds like twrp could maybe do a better job at i would say that song Uh, it's on par um yeah 
Yeah. Uh, narrow. Uh, just to get back a little bit more positive, I think uh, there's <laughs> narrow, narrow edge. Narrow edge a does a uh, does something that they don't often do is which yeah. is actually lean back into a groove and maybe take a minute to to let something it settle a in. Bit. It yes. breathes a bit, which is cool. Um, yeah. Which one? What does what what was hook to that one again? There's a lot of hooks, but uh, uh, you're you're putting me on the spot here. It's I know. Sorry. I, I can kind of. I can kind of hear the, uh, I can hear the strings in my head, but I couldn't hum them. Uh, but there's kind of a cool. It's like a, I don't know if it's a vibraphone or a Wurlitzer, but there's another kind of cool keyboard solo. Oh, in that I think song I, and, I think that's the Wurlitzer there coming in. Yeah, um, yeah. that's lovely. Um, yeah, it is. It's very very nice. Um, and you know, and and then yeah. you could maybe night night route. Um, is an int- very interesting song in that it, it is. is very reminiscent of two other songs. Can you name them uh, for, for 50 points? No, but I like it. And very reminiscent very of Virtual Insanity by Jamiroquai. Yes, and sorry, Sunday, that was it. And Sunday Morning by Maroon 5. Yeah, to- totally. <laughs> very vir- reminiscent. Totally their Virtual Insanity homage. Da-da. And I say homage Da-da. because they do it really Da-da. well. <laughs> they Da-da. do it. I, I mean, I... Uh, like, and then what's that Sunday morning rain is falling you, you it's it's very uh almost almost plagiaristically uh reminiscent but there you go yeah, is what it but is. like how much can, how much more can i ask for somebody to make a song that sounds like <laughs> virtual insanity after 20 years of not and yeah. 25 years and finally somebody does it well <laughs> fine fine i would have picked maybe different chords just to get or just maybe a slightly different rhythm to give it a bit of a different yeah, feel but i bit. get that it changes up a little later like it, it adds yeah. different stuff yeah, yeah. The um, numb cover is uh, is unusual in a way. I, I'm not sure the world really needed another cover no, of numb, but then no. does it justify its its existence? I think it maybe just about does. Yeah, um, I <clears> think <throat> the way the things I don't like about it are the things I don't like about MIDI tablatures mm. of translated songs. Like you know the way you download a MIDI tab of a song yeah. that has. And he, like, why is the why is the vocalist one one two one two one three? Yeah, on like chords. Ba 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 ba. Yeah, sometimes you can yeah. kind of run into that problem. This has a bit of that. Um, yeah, it does get a little pretty cool later on with the solo. That's well, that's, that's it. I think it gets much better as it goes along. It has like an extended middle eight. It's about thirty seconds longer than the original. Yeah, um, and again, double bass adds a bit of personality and what you get is those i love those tremolo chords towards the end where the piano he's he's doing the tremolo in the left hand and the right hand on either end of the, the keyboard sounds really cool yeah also there's a, a fun uh, you're right a lot of it is locked to the the midi tab if, if you will but uh <coughs> the rhythm of the main melody in numb the it's like he kind of does a fun rhythmical thing with it it's like Ba 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 ba. Uh, what is it again? It's like ba 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 ba. It's it, it's. I've sung it the way it normally there's is. There's a step to it. There's a there's a step to it. Either he either it's a bit of rubato. He either leaves it too long or he pulls it in a little bit shorter. But whatever way it is, you'll hear it's um. I think that's it. But it's a it's a really fun little rhythmical change. Um, that's quite good. Although, <laughs> um, again, I I as I was listening to all this during the week, um. 
social media fiance was here, but she was sort of saying that that uh, that numb that version of numb. She said it sounded too bouncy to not be a ballet version of the song. So she <laughs> she she having had some ballet instruction it. experience, she sort of said this this sounds like my CD of of like sort of pop songs done as ballet tracks uh, on the piano. And I was like, oh, I mean, fair enough, I can see it. Uh, yeah, I can hear it, but, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it does. You could see. You know, kids doing their ballet classes to that song, um, and yeah, and like you said, mysterious cart is that is that the last? That's that's what it translated to the last yeah. track. But obviously, it's is that mysterious what the, carte. Oh, sorry, mysterious um, yeah. carte. Um, yeah, the the R has carte. a U at the silent U uh, kind of right. after it. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, so that song, it very it, it, a weird way to end. Let's 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 be real. I, I I'd like the song, but it's a very unusual and and, and sort of strange note to end on because it's so different from the rest. It is, but the fact that it's one of my favorite anime endings of all time uh, lends well <laughs> to me. Kind of going like this is a very cool, more jazzy bar yeah. of an already kind of uh, similar song, but it, I think yeah. I, I prefer it. <laughs> I mean the. Like I say, for a band that's ostensibly a piano trio, they end on a song where the saxophone is the lead instrument. Um, it's it's kind of got an L.A. noir Low type tempo. loungy feel to it, uh, which is, again, not their usual tempo. But, you know, but it's 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 a cool song. I, I like it. I think it would have fit maybe a little bit better towards the middle of the track list rather than the end. Yeah, and yeah. Ca- could have had something like Stand My Heroes would have been a good ender. Um, you know, even... Uh, that second song would have been a good ending track, um, PD PRD or but, but you know it's 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 a good song in isolation. Yeah. I think I think the one flaw I have with this album is it's a little all over the place, and I know you know it's it's easy listening kind of stuff for the most part. But you sometimes can- it's too. That's that's my issue. I think sometimes it, it's easy listening is in a good way in terms of like it can sound a bit like Snarky Puppy or Wolfpack or or something. It's a bit more light lighter. Lighter it, jazz, but still uh, authentic. By easy and then, listening, I mean it will. It's a repair all. It's a fix all for um, my mind. Yeah. If I want to put it on, if I want something to do that, I put this yeah. on. I put this kind of band on, and it just every song is bliss. Even the ones you kind of have a problem with, mm. it's still it's still fine. It's still really well crafted. Mm. I um, think when it's too glossy, though, and it's I think when it's too syrupy, it gets it's just it leans a little too far into that. It gets Disney, there, Disney Channel, Disney Channel meets <laughs> like YouTube copyright Disney free library. Rando. Yeah, um, yeah. Like so, some of it, uh, you know, it, it's a little bit too faceless for me. I, when they when they go <laughs> when they lean into their their uh, quirks and the sort of uh, the, the the slightly more improvisational style of the yeah. the tracks towards the closer towards the beginning and the end, I think they're at their strongest. Whereas I get the you feeling. know. The, the mush, the mushy middle wouldn't be quite as much to my taste. So yeah, so overall, I think it's a, it's definitely a more, it's a mixed bag. But oh, but there's still lots to like here. Yeah, I like the other album a little more. But, yeah, you know, this one's it's a bit more consistent. I this think this one's fun, fun as heck. I, I always yeah. love more Fox Capture Plan, and um, I'm glad yeah. I got to see them live, all those years back on a beach. Yeah, it's crazy. That you got to see them live. I kind of forgot that you saw them at Summer Sonic, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I, I think this one almost sounds a bit like a, a bit of a mixum gatherum rather than a a real fully fledged uh, new album. Like you've got a lot of tracks there which are like, album version, album mix. You know that kind of thing. Well, that's, not, like, that's essentially they, not written they've for this. Them a bit, even though like the one, first song yeah. that came out of this batch was New Era, and that was last November. 
Well, yeah, exactly. So I guess, I guess, and it does sound a little different, but I think the production's a lot better. So they taught, they yeah. obviously like switched a lot of the the things as they came, came around and appeared yeah. in certain things and ads and whatever. Um, it was just but, more so the, the point just being that I, it just capturism just felt a little bit more like 10 tracks that were all kind of conceived, written and recorded in a similar vein. Whereas this one kind of feels more like it's patched together from a lot of, in individually strong constituent parts but maybe as a whole piece of work it's it almost sounds more like a glorified ep or mini album than a fully fledged mainline album does that make sense it does it does maybe a little bit yeah okay it's like a, it's it's almost like a collection of singles with some extra tracks and some covers <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Uh, which is what some albums are, so that's okay. But uh, yeah, what's like, what's your what's your favorite track? Um, it's the last one. It's the last oh, yeah. one. Um, Carte. Um, yeah, mysterious Carte. Even though it's a cover, uh, I, um, and yeah. I guess maybe as for original, um, uh, the uh, PRDR. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, it's it's between those first two tracks for me, but I think. Into the spiral just about pips it. It's 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 a perfect mix of that kind of like like we said, so synth inflected hyper jazz with a hint of yeah. disco strings, and it's just yeah. super organic it, production, fantastic, great stuff. Um, but I probably overall eight. would give the album a seven. You're giving it an eight. eight. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, a seven for me. Um, so that's discovery from fox capture plan um, mm-hmm. and that wraps up our album reviews for the week uh it's been a lot of fun um, and we've only got a couple of shows to go before we bed in for the long nap and come up with our uh, end of year end of year specials yeah so it's always so an wait. exciting time of year so, so uh pull, pulling the curtains away um i think we have one more <laughs> quarantined one and then we're back to doing the last one is is when we're together to do it. Uh, fingers crossed. I mean, that's 20. that's that's the way it's looking right now. Um, it December just all depends 1st, on the progression of the virus, I guess. And <laughs> uh, we're we're that's slightly out of our hands, but we will yes. be keeping an eye, obviously, on uh, the situation. And there's lots of albums kind of coming out in the next couple of weeks that we're going to want to. Um, take a look at some of the potentials there you know there's a new cribs album out this friday uh there's a new dark tranquility album out and the following um, friday you've got an Arder released an ep that's an Arder ep yeah. is out for sure there's a new black foxes album out that we haven't got around to yet and uh, of all things there is something new to look forward to from horse the band at the end of this month i don't know if it's an ep right. or an album or what it is i think it's i my, my gut tells me it's an ep rather than an album but uh yeah yeah, 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 exactly. Um, and and Paul McCartney will probably miss the um, he's going to miss the deadline for a mainline review. But uh, if the if, Paul, if McCartney three is good <laughs> enough, you best believe you're going to be hearing about it again at the end of the year. <laughs> yes, yes. So, all right. Well, uh, Dill, have you any parting words before we sign off? Um, I will say I've got a fun announcement for next week, and I'll know Ooh. next week for sure when the announcement for the announcement drops. <laughs> okay. Keep uh, an eye on Dylan's socials then. Get excited. Get excited. Get <laughs> all crunk. All right. We will all be getting crunk together. Well, not not physically together, but we can all get crunk together online. Yeah. 
Um, all right. Well, listen, thank you so much for joining us yet again. Uh, we hope that you've derived some entertainment from this audio program. And if you have, you can get in touch with us on uh, Twitter, Facebook. Um, we have a website. It's killshovel.wordpress.com where you can search through all of our old shows uh, or send us an email. Um, and all of our playlists, as well as the show, can be found on Spotify. We will see you next time. Bye. Bye.